in and say, tell me about your life. And you say, it's good. Only God can do that. Therefore, my heart trusts in him. I trust him to provide for me. Consider the birds. You don't see no anxious, neurotic birds. No birds on Paxil trying to get through today. Pacing back and forth. I ain't seen any worms. Have you seen any worms? Consider the lilies of the field, the Bible says. They do not toil nor spin. They have no consciousness of their existence. And yet your heavenly Father dresses them. Have you ever seen anything dressed in more beauty than this field? And you are worth much more to the Lord than sparrows and flowers. Trust in me to provide for you. For if God spared not his own son, but delivered him up for you, will he not with him freely give you everything else you need? That revelation alone will eliminate all fear in the area of provision. If I needed Jesus, if I needed a Savior, and he, and he hung himself wide, naked, and was lifted high, a, a, a ribbons of flesh hanging off of him to pay for my sins, if he would do that for my sins, what is taking care of my daily needs? Nothing. It's all part of the package. The greatest insult that could happen to me as a man today would be that if my wife did not trust me or my babies did not trust me to take care of them and provide for them as a father, husband, that to the best of my ability, not that we would have everything they want, but if my children were just at the table wringing their hands and I said, what's wrong, Olivia? What's wrong, baby? What's wrong, Izzy? I'm just scared you're not going to feed me. I would get in the floor. I know my face would just roll tears and I'd go, Darling, if daddy's breathing, I'm going to take care of you. Our vocabulary fails us. It's everything I have. And if it got down to it and there's only one piece of bread, you get it. We'll, we'll die. It's okay. You'll have. How much more does our Father in heaven say, what do I have to do to show you that I got you. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to provide for you. I'm going to bless you. And in seasons of lack, I'm going to come in and show my glory. Because you won't know me as healer unless you've been sick. You won't know me as provider unless you've had lack. You won't know me as defender unless you've been attacked. I'm for you. And if I can be for you, who and what can ever be against you? I trust him. The Lord is my strength. That's why I trust him to protect and defend me, to preserve me. Psalms 121 said, he preserveth my soul to promote and reward us. The Bible says in Hebrews 11, he that cometh to God must believe that God is and that he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. I trust him because he's faithful. You know, that's kind of cliche when I was, uh, when I was first born again uh, and followed the Lord as a new believer in the 80s, you'd hear he's faithful. But you don't hear anybody say that anymore. I mean, you heard it all the time. But you don't hear people. Very rarely do I have people come in my presence and they're talking about something. And their eyes just glow. And they go, but God is faithful. Which means, I ain't worried, I ain't scared, I ain't none of it. I, God. Like, he, like I'm going to be the first one he fails? The Lord is faithful. Faithful. I can have full faith in him that's why i trust him he's the same yesterday come on help me today and forever has he proven himself to you over and over 
and over and through the months and through the years and through the decades. Faithful. I trust Him because of the stories and testimonies of those around me and those who have gone on before. I trust Him because He is good and kind and His mercies are new every morning. Great is His faithfulness. That's why I can serve Him with gladness. Because my soul trusteth in the Lord, and I have found a resting place, and he hath made me glad in my profession. Life is hard. You never get out of that, regardless of your faith, or your victory, or your song, or your praise. Life is hard. The Christian way is narrow. The opposition is numerous. We are in the minority. This world is not our home. When we groan within ourselves to, to, to dissolve this earthly tabernacle and for us to be manifested to all that we indeed are the children of God. Life doesn't get easy, but your faith can transcend all that's coming against you because you know I'm another week closer to seeing the Lord I love face to face. And He will not, cannot fail me. He will not, cannot fail me. He didn't say I wouldn't lose things. He didn't say I wouldn't bury things. He didn't say I wouldn't worship weeping. He did not say I would not make it to heaven without a limp. And I'm not looking for, for drama or funny. And don't, don't acknowledge, but there are people in this room, you're ashamed of your limp. That thing that is just part of you now. There's no way to hide it. You'd like to look better, but something happened. Something was done. Something was taken. Something failed you. Something you might have done to yourself. And I just submit to you, it's not how you live in the sense of uh, being victorious and perfect, but it's how he died that guarantees your abundant entrance into the kingdom of God. And that leg you drag won't drag in heaven. And the countenance, our countenance will be so bright. And there will be no sun there for the lamb will be the light thereof. And not only will the lamb of God be there lighting up, but he'll be still in us and radiating. We'll be part and parcel. And there shall be no more sorrow. And there shall be no more crying for the former things will be passed away. And God will make all things New. I trust him. What did I tell you? I said, the Lord is my strength. That's why I trust him. Number three, that's why I'm encouraged. Verse 7b says, therefore my heart rejoices. The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Because God is with me. God is my refuge. He's a very present help in times of trouble. Very present help. I'm encouraged because he's with me. I'm encouraged because he's inside of me. I'm encouraged because his strength never wanes, it never fades, it never diminishes, nor is it ever insufficient. You have sufficient grace for everything that can happen to you in life. Sufficient grace. You'd swear it's not enough, but it is. Sufficient grace. And his strength is made perfect in your weakness. The Lord is my strength. That's why I'm encouraged, because I'm not trusting in my grip on God. I'm trusting in God's grip on me, I'm encouraged. I'm encouraged because he will not lose any that look to him. I'm carved. Not written. Carved in the palm of his hands. 
That hole represents me. Represents me. Why so downcast, oh my soul? Put your hope in God. Put your hope in God. All your eggs in one basket. And for my card players, before you got saved and you bet rent money and all that, when you believe and you go all in. And the people at the table, oh, you ain't got nothing. Call me. Oh, you just bluffing. Call me. I love going all in with the devil. Oh, look at you. you. Call me. You think I'm bluffing. You think I don't believe him. You think I don't trust him. You don't think God is watching and you don't think God will defend me. Call me. That confidence is not arrogance. It's that which frees your soul from the fears of this world knowing that God, who is eternal, has written your name in his hands in the Lamb's book of life and so shall you ever be with the Lord. Call me. And usually the loudest one at the poker table doesn't call you. Just for those of you that don't play cards, the other ones know what I'm talking about. Number four, the Lord is my strength. This is why I'm able. Able to do what? Exactly. I'm able. One of my favorite verses, one of your pastor's favorite verses is 2 Corinthians 9, 8. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you. That you having all sufficiency in all things can abound to every good work. There's a lot of alls and everys in there. Be careful of the people that you hear say always and never. Usually it's exaggeration. But when God says it, he doesn't exaggerate. He just tells the truth. And I am able to make all grace. Think of this. How, how broad is God's grace? Now watch. You're in your situation. The lights are out, your options are few, the crowd has left, and God says, I throw all of my grace to you. That's what it says. And God is able to make all grace abound. You want some more? Here's some more grace. Yeah, but I didn't need but a gallon jug. No, no, I, heaven's full. I've got, I'm able to make all grace abound towards you that you would have all sufficiency for everything and with that awareness, you can abound to every good work, which means you can transcend the situation and be more than a conqueror through me that loved you. That's abundance. Don't fall for this prosperity theology in this last hour that tells you how to get a new Cadillac and a, you know, the, uh, let your faucets run Kool-Aid and you'd ahead and not tell. That's not the riches he's talking about. He's talking about a settled heart and a peaceful mind. He's talking about enough in this life and glory in the next one. Confident in the Lord. That's why I'm able to go forward. I'm able to go up deeper inclines, higher heights, mountaintop experiences, heavenly perspectives. I'm able to go up. I'm able to go down. Go down financially. Go down relationally. Go down physically. Go down emotionally. It's not a matter of always winning in the moment. It's I'm able to go wherever he leads or allows me to go. I'm able to sit still. No pacing. No anxiety. No manipulation. No maneuvering. Just trusting. I remember, you know, I keep saying this as an older pastor now, pushing 60, getting close. I, I, I do a lot of remembering. I remember when. I remember... 
And I remember one of the first times I wrote a a message, a series on the the Israelites being freed from Egypt and going into Canaan. And uh, I just felt in my heart, whether it was God touching my heart or uh, just from study, I'm not sure, but when you're studying, it's usually his spirit revealing himself to you. And I just felt, I, I saw a mental picture of Moses at the Red Sea going like this, which he didn't do. And I, I, I felt the statement in my heart, pacing has never opened a sea. Just that. Oh, Lord, do you see how worried I am? You've got to move. That's the very thing he won't acknowledge. He said, Moses, stand still and see the salvation of your God. Stretch forth your staff, which was symbolic of the Lord's staff over his sheep. Just, just put the stick over the water. And it backed up. And anybody with basic understanding would know that when the water went back, you're going to sink to your armpits and much less a chariot or anything else. And it said they walked across on dry land. So what are you saying, Brother John? I'm saying that in every situation, in every instance, God is able to provide for you that which you need. You are able because the Lord is with you. Able to give and receive. Able to persevere. Able to endure. Able to continue and able to overcome. Able to bring forth all that God has deposited and the intentions He has in your life. And you are able to fight a good fight. You are able to finish your course. And you are able to keep the faith. Ben, if you and our worship team and musicians would come. All right, y'all know the rules. You can't watch them take every step all the way to the platform. Stay with me. Because that messes me up. I'm talking to you and you're going. It's my OCD. Put the cameras on them, Brian. Those that are watching them. Number five. The Lord is my strength. And that is why I give him the glory before. I am not taking away from Miriam's song. Do y'all remember? She got through the Red Sea, and she said, the Lord has done wonderfully. He's thrown the horse and the rider into the sea. That's right. That's beautiful. But you know what songs I've learned to like and the ones I think the Lord likes the best? Blessed be the Lord who's going to throw the horse and the rider in the sea. Blessed be the God that's going to fill our house with the patter of little feet and the laughter of children. Blessed be God that goes before me and we can stand and say, watch my life. I didn't tell you because I trust him it won't go under. I'm telling you I cannot be crushed because the Lord is my strength and my shield. That's why I give him the glory. I would like for you to do something with me right before we're getting ready to close. We're going to sing a couple of songs But as I say these statements, let this be your testimony. And if you just stand with me, it'll look like musical chairs, but I want to give you a chance. I know when I'm not preaching and someone's preaching, I go, oh, I wish I could tag me in. That's what I feel like. You know, Brother Ken will be preaching or Ben, I say, tag me in. I got, I'm with you, man. If this is you, I just want you to stand a few seconds and then be seated, okay? That's why I give him the glory. I give him glory because he's forgiven me all my transgressions. Who's that? Hey! (laughs) Glory! 
I give Him the glory because He brought me out of bondage and now I'm free. I give Him glory because He's poured blessings upon me from heaven and I can't even contain them. I give Him glory because He delivered me from the snare of the fowler and the mouth of the lion seeking to devour me. My adversary desired to have me to sift me like wheat, but Christ prayed for me that my faith wouldn't fail. And here I stand. I give Him glory because a thousand have fell at my side and ten thousand at my right hand. And here I am standing in the house of the Lord because of God's faithfulness. I give Him glory because even though I've been unfaithful, He has remained faithful. I give Him glory because what others meant to me for evil, God turned it around and used it for good. I give Him the glory because no weapon that's formed against me shall or can prosper. And every tongue that rises up against me, God will set it not. I give Him the glory because it's my privilege, it's my desire, it's my responsibility, and it's my joy to do so. I give Him the glory in the congregation of the righteous. And to all who will hear my testimony, I give Him glory because when I cried unto the Lord, He heard me and delivered me from all my fears. I give Him the glory because when others despised me, some wrote me off and said of His soul, there is no hope for Him in God. But God has been my shield, my strength, and the glory and lifter of my head. I give Him glory because you cannot do it for me and I don't any, want any rocks to try to take my place. I give Him glory because His rod and staff comforts me. He's prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies. He has anointed my head with oil. My cup perpetually runs over. Surely goodness and mercy has followed me all the days of my life and we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Ben, lead us in worship, would you? You are the strength of my life, Lord. It doesn't matter what may come my way. You are the strength of my life, Lord. And I'm
name of the Lord. Do you know it to be so? There is power in the name of the Lord. There is hope in the name of the Lord. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. There is strength in the name those of you that are standing in an impossible place this morning, a mountain that's unclimbable, a giant that is so large that the, the armies around you tremble in fear, you can approach him and you can boldly declare that the Lord God, see you come to me in sword and spear with natural elements, but I come to you in the name of the Lord, Jehovah. And the same God that delivered me from the mouth of the lion and the paw of the bear will deliver your head to me today and I'm going to feed you to the birds of the air. What arrogance. No, what confidence. And your Savior is in control of this situation. And He's mighty. And this is what I believe He's going to do for you. Let's sing this one last song together. Savior, He can move a mountain. My God is mighty to save, He is mighty to save forever, author of salvation, heroes and God 
good. That might not be the best vernacular, but he is good. He has filled me today. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this wonderful day, Lord. Thank you for your word, your promises, and the truth. Lord God, I ask right now that you go with us this day. Lord God, fill us so that we walk in your steps. Lord God, we hear from your voice. And Lord God, let your anointing fall on us so that we can impact the world. Lord God, we love you. We praise you. We give you all glory and honor. In Jesus' name, we say amen. Amen. We're singing, Savior, he can move.